When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 5, Episode 14, Chapter Titled Heartbreak Quarry. This is Episode 99 of our podcast. And there was really no way to make this episode 100, although we wish we had been able to do that. Yeah. Alden would not write another Boy Meets World episode. No. He refused. No. So here we are. I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. And this has been, I mean, I feel a lot of pressure. So much pressure. I almost feel like, how are we supposed to do the podcast after this episode? Because I feel like it's everything we've done so far has been leading up to this one. Well, we're, yeah, we're on episode 99 of the podcast, right? So that's about 99 hours of talking about Boy Meets World. And at least 50 of those hours were about this episode coming (laughs) almost every single week in our group this episode gets brought up yeah like since our group started almost every single week there's a comment regarding this episode so there is so much pressure for this episode and is there is there an like is is this it do we do an episode 100 I don't know. It's really hard to think past this episode because every single thing has led up to it. Right. Oh, boy. That didn't make me feel better, Tanya. I'm so sorry. You didn't help. I'm a realist. Well, I really don't know what to do then. <laughs> uh, what, how have you been? I've been pretty good. I'm sorry for all the background noise. It's like raining, mm-hmm. but that might be good for this episode. But then at the same time, Finley's also doing dishes and he's like banging around in there. Like, right. uh, you know, like a like a Beyblade, like when it's just like bouncing around inside the, the little, little stadium. Stadium. That's Finley when he's doing dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been good. I bought a grown up purchase today that we've talked about getting for a long, long time. Like back when you still drink coffee. Mm-hmm. He doesn't drink coffee anymore. He drinks caffeinated tea. Yes. He's very sophisticated. Um, so I got a coffee grinder today because I'm kind of snobby about coffee and nothing has been tasting good since I finished my Wawa holiday blend that I bought three bags of. And so I got a really good coffee and a coffee grinder today. And at 36, I feel like that's the most grown up purchase I've ever made. Um, I'm proud of you. I mean, that's how I'm doing. I feel very happy about the coffee grinder because also I'll be able to, in the summertime when I have like tons of herbs growing in the garden, which I often do, um, when I dry them in the dehydrator, instead of trying to like mash them up all prehistoric, like I can put them in the the coffee grinder and then package them for later use. This is it was most, a very good purchase. This is the most anticipated episode in the history of our <laughs> podcast. And this is what we're talking about. Uh-huh. How have you been? I got a, a coffee grinder. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I I've, did. I've been fine. But we also watched Appointments World, Season 5, Episode 14, Chapter Titled. Heartbreak Corey. I think it's time to get into the episode. Yeah, I, I think so. I don't think anyone cares about what's going on with us right now. No. Um, They just want to know what's going on with Corey. Lauren, it's a bang Yep. Who's Lauren, you ask? 
I don't know. Everyone knows who Lauren is. Hang out with us. Maybe you'll find out. Uh, this episode, oh wait, Tanya, hey, what? hey, huh. this is the most important blurb me up, so could you please blurb me up? Why would you do that? It was the most important one. Okay. The blurb for season five, episode 14, Heartbreak Corey is, Corey finds himself attracted to another girl. Dun, dun, dun. Who wrote this episode? This episode was written by Laura Runnels and Patty Carr. Okay. Uh, they wrote one episode prior to this. They've written several several episodes after. In fact, I think they write the next episode. Uh, the fact that they wrote this episode and the last episode that they wrote shocked me. Okay. Because what was the last episode they wrote? It was No Guts, No Cory, the World War II episode where they go back in time to World War II. And it's, oh. Yeah. We didn't like it. Huh. Yeah. So, we did like Eric and Jack. In that episode, very That's much. That's true. So that one was that that part was great. So they did a great job with that part. Maybe they just hate Corey and Topanga. Oh, hmm. Mm. I just like wrinkled my face up a little bit, and I forgot that I trimmed my nose hairs today, and it tickled, and I almost sneezed on the microphone. You can't sneeze in twenty twenty one. Anyway, classroom or not, Tanya? Where do we start? Uh, we're not in the classroom. We're in the hallway. I thought maybe we might start in the classroom because the first scene like starts with like sh- the uh, showing the front of the school and I was like, "Oh my gosh, are we going to get another classroom?" No, we're in the hallway. Mr. Feeney is talking to like all of the students gathered around and he's just like, "All right, everyone, we're going on a ski trip. Um we live in a land of law that you have to follow." Blah 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 blah. blah. I'm watching you. Watching you, specifically you two. And he looks directly at Corey and Sean. And they, like, make a face. And he's like, especially after the... Oh, no, he says that later. But, um... So he walks away. And Corey and Sean are like, this is our first weekend away with the girls. Mm -hmm. And you see Angela and Topanga over there talking. And... And Sean pulls out, like, a map. And he's like, all right, so here's our room. Here's the girl's room, and smack dab in the middle of it is Mr. Feeney's room. So do you remember the plan? And um, Corey's like, yeah, you know, we're going to, at midnight, um, I'm going to check to see if Mr. Feeney is snoring through the door. And Sean's like, uh, is it rhythmic snoring? Or I can't remember what the other one is. I don't know what the other one is either. Like intermittent snoring? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. And... He's like, rhythmic, of course. Um, he's like, are we on the same page here? So um, they lay out a whole plan of how Corey's going to get alone with Topanga and Sean's going to get alone with Angela. Corey's going to tell Angela that Sean is dreaming about her and calling out her name. And then Angela's going to go to their room. And then Corey's going to slip into the girl's room and be with Topanga. He's going dis- to keep dis- Topanga distracted while... Angela's gone. Um, and then we pan over to the girls who are standing there, and Angela is wearing the greatest sweatshirt of all time, and I want it so badly. I love it so much. What is it? Well, it's got like um I don't know how to describe the print. I don't know how. It looks like a newspaper. What? I don't know. It doesn't look like a newspaper. It doesn't at all. I just wanted to say something since you wouldn't say anything. I don't I don't know what the design would be considered. 
but it's very colorful and I love it and I want it. Um, okay. Anyway, um, welcome to Tanya's wish list, Amazon wish list. Uh, but they're talking about how, like, they know, like, look with the boys, they're, look at their planning. Oh, they're trying so hard too. They even have a map. Oh my goodness. Are we going to tell them that they, that they don't have a chance? And Topanga's like, no, no, this is easier. And then they like, the boys wave at them and then they wave back. And then Topanga says like under her breath, like you got no chance. Yeah. She's like, it's not going to happen. And they look all smug. And then um, Topanga goes over to Corey and um, they're talking about what their plans are for the weekend. Now, I'm not trying to do Fashion Corner here, but I did notice that Topanga, as she's walking over, she is wearing black leggings and Ugg boots. And I don't remember that being a thing yet. Like, I feel like that was like early 2000s. And what year are we in right now? 98. I think I think it's now was when it started. Really? Yeah. I was just kind of shocked by it because I didn't think it was yet. I remember my first serious girlfriend wore Ugg boots all the time, and that was 99. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I was a little late to the party. I actually never wore Ugg boots, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm still late to the party. <laughs> Welcome to Tanya's sad fashion corner. <laughs> no, I just didn't want them. Um. Anyway, so they're talking, Corey and Topanga are talking about what they're going to do, and Corey is making it clear, like, he just wants to hang out with her all weekend, do a little smooching. Um, Drink hot chocolate, smooch some more, be by the fire. Topanga like, actually like romantic. kisses him, and she's like, "Oh, wow, well, this is what I want to do," and smooches him. And then he's like, "Yeah, we don't even have to go skiing." And she's like, "That's the whole reason we're going on this trip." And he's like, "We can ski forever. We're going to be together forever." Well, and at one point she says, "You see how we all, we like uh, all the same things, Corey." Mm, since when? Right. Never. Right. That's never been a thing. You guys have never liked the same things. Yeah. Why did they even throw that line in there? It was so out of place. But anyway. Um, Just to point out, I think they did that on purpose, though. Right. To to say what like we his, see later. Well, and his expectations versus her expectations are very different. Yeah. Like, she's like, okay, we can ski and then do some romantic stuff. And he's like... Uh, I'm betting this girl right this weekend. Um, I also think it points out like they don't have real chemistry. That's true. Um, it's not there. Speaking so, of chemistry, n- what? Let's go to the ski lodge. Okay. We cut immediately from Corey saying we don't, we're not gonna ski. We can, we have our whole lives together. We cut immediately to Corey being dragged in. He's like carried being carried. In. Both of his legs are like being carried. Like he's, he's at a wedding out. and being carried by his groomsmen. He's freaking out. He's like, it's broken. It's broken. He says. He's like, get me like seven cc's of St. Joseph's chewable aspirin. And we watched that part twice because we were um, in the weeds with taking notes on this one. And both times that hit me as just the funniest thing I had ever heard. Mm -hmm. Um, And they sit him down on the couch and you see Feeney talking to a ski lodge like attendant and... um, She's like, oh, what happened? Like those, she says those, the slopes are treacherous. And Mr. Feeney is like, he fell getting off the bus and she doesn't miss a beat. She's just like, oh, those buses are treacherous. Yeah, she's fantastic already. Already. Um, 
everyone knows who she is at this point. Yeah. Like, in real life. Like, we know that it is Linda Cardellini. Right. We love her. And little Linda Cardellini has been in a million things. You know her, even if you don't know the name. Um, she was the main character in Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. She was uh, in Grandma's Boy. She, she was, was in... Velma. She, she was, was Velma. the best Velma of all time. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's been in a million things. She's super famous. Um, and wonderful. And wonderful? You don't find her wonderful? I find her wonderful in movies and TV, but I've heard things about her not. Really? In, yeah. But here's the thing. Her being who she is is kind of what became the inspiration of Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is my favorite movie, I think. It's close. Okay. Top three. And so without her being kind of less than great to Jason Segel, that movie might not have ever happened. I have a lot of things to say about the whole, like, Jason Segel, like, Linda Cardellini kind of thing. We'll get there. I don't know if we will, but... um... In our Linda Cardellini podcast that we're doing... (laughs) Starting with episode 100 of Boy Meets Girl Meets it's Boy so Meets weird. World. It's so weird. I haven't really uh, seen negative things about her, which I usually would have. So I'm very surprised by this. And if it's just based on Jason Siegel's, like... I mean, who knows? Who cares? Yeah, who cares? She's a great actress, and I like the stuff that she's in. Yeah. Anyway... So she's talking to Feeney. She walks over to Corey and she looks at his foot and she's like, well, good news is it's not broken. It's uh, like a light sprain. And he goes, oh, can you embellish a little bit for my friends? And she says, I'll let the doctor embellish it for you. Mm-hmm. She says, but you won't be skiing at all this weekend. Or you won't be skiing today. Oh, is that what she says? Yeah. I thought she said this weekend, which is why I was confused later. Oh, okay. I think she said today or you can't hit the slopes today or something like that. Hmm. Um, so it cuts, I mean, Corey and Topanga are sitting there, they're talking about how, uh, much fun everyone else is going to have. And Topanga's like, yeah, you, everyone will be having such a great time and I'll just stay here with you while everyone else is out skiing and having a great time and having fun and I'll just be here. And Corey's like, yeah, 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 you can go. And before he even gets the words out, she's like, okay, thanks. Bye. And then he's like, and Sean... Sean will be here with me. And then Sean like trips over his bum leg and hurts him and is like, bye. Yeah. So he's alone now. He's alone. Um, sort of. The there These two older skiers come in and they look at him all funny and they're wearing like matching skiing gear. So you can tell that makes them yeah, serious. They're pros. They're pros. And Corey goes, oh, I I hit an ice patch over on Devil's Run. And and, uh, Lauren walks over and she goes, "Uh, Devil's Run is closed this weekend. And he goes, that makes what I did even crazier. Yeah, he's like, that makes me an insane man. And she's like, well, can I get the insane man some hot chocolate? Um, He says something like, I can get it myself. And she goes, no, I'll get it for us. Yeah, he says, yeah, he says, like, "Uh, I would go get some, but you know my leg. Mm -hmm. And, uh... She's like, oh, I can go get it for us. It's my job. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, like, oh, this must be a really great job. She's like, yeah, it's wonderful, except, you know, it gets really quiet in here. And I'm just like by myself while everyone's out on the slopes. And and he says, well, lucky you, like you're stuck with me today. And she's just like, you've been or I've been stuck with worse and like hands in the hot chocolate. Their interactions are so natural. 
Yeah. So natural. Yeah. And and she says something like, oh, do you play backgammon? And he's like, backgammon is my middle name. And she goes, okay, what's your first name? And he's like, Corey. And she's like, I'm Lauren. And then shakes his hand. Yeah. And yes. Yeah, so this is the scene is over. And I just want to bring up the fact that the amount we had to pause it because it was just like, we haven't seen this episode in years. Because we've, for for two years now, we have only watched one episode per week. They know. It's 99 episodes. That's true. Um, and it shocked us both watching this again, the instant chemistry between the two of them. Like for real chemistry. I mean, yeah. um, I've, we've seen Corey date other girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It doesn't matter in, in the context of our podcast, but we've seen um, Linda Cardellini date other people in other shows and mm-hmm. stuff. There's never been this much like it just there. It was there. The chemistry was there mm-hmm. between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just so quick and, and, and um, not flirty, but um, I don't know a better word for it. Yeah, it's instant chemistry and almost like an instant camaraderie. Like yeah. they... They portrayed these people who are like stuck in this lodge together and without really, there's no complaining, there's no nothing. It looks like they've been at least friends for forever Yeah. in a way that Topanga and Corey have never been able to pull off. Right. Um, if, if we had jumped into watching this and someone had said, oh, like they've been together since the third grade, mm-hmm. it would have been believable. Yeah. No, it's. I, I don't believe in a lot of supernatural stuff, but I do believe there's some sort of like aura about people where some people just kind of immediately mesh mm-hmm. um, without even trying. Like, and I don't know what causes that. I don't know if there's like a chemical thing or if it's like more spiritual than, than I realize. I mean, we're chemical beings, so. Yes. But um, it's just so immediately natural and it's crazy. Yeah. It's not something that that you would notice as a teenager because as a teenager, you don't understand chemistry like that. As a teenager, we're all like, oh my gosh, Topanga and Corey. And Mm -hmm. then as an adult, it's like, oh, this is showing what their relationship is lacking 100%. Yeah, well, we'll get there. But yeah, immediately you're going, oh, I like this. Like, Mm -hmm. I like them interacting with each other. This Mm -hmm. is good. Um and, and there's nothing nefarious going on. Like I said, it's not flirting. Right. They're just talking. Right. Uh, and they're 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 both quick witted people, so they're kind of like bouncing off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so we we and they're comfortable with each other. Right. So, and I guess I'll be saying this a lot. Like we cut a lot in this episode to the same places. Always cutting to the exact same place. Mm-hmm. We're cutting back to the ski lodge, but it's later in the day. Right. They're the Corey and Lauren are working on a jigsaw puzzle. Um, and they're like, We've been working on this for two and a half hours and half of the pieces are missing. And Lauren's like, I mean, if you use your imagination, you can still see the picture. First she says, Yeah, these idiots, they keep spending all their, their budget on the ski slopes and wasting all the money on the jigsaw budget. And he's like, Ugh, what's wrong with these people? They're never they're never going to run a successful business. And she's like, I know, right? <laughs> um, so she says, you know, you can still see the picture if you use your imagination. And Corey looks down. He's like, oh, yeah, right there. I can see the curly haired kid falling off the bus. And Lauren says, 
and I see the cute mountain girl coming to the rescue. And then the crowd goes, woo. This is the first flirty thing, though, that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, again, fairly innocuous. Her thinking that she's cute isn't her flirting. But I mean, it is kind of flirty, but it's like a natural flirty. And if there hadn't been the woo, it would have been like, uh, whatever. Right. But it's the start of something a little more. Mm-hmm. Topanga bounces in. She is full of endorphins from skiing all day. And she's just like, oh, my gosh, I got on the wrong lift. And I skied like three slopes with the Olympic team. And Corey's like, wow, so you had fun. She's like, yeah. And I might be in a chapstick commercial. So she's like flying high. Yeah. And she goes, all right, I'm going to go get changed. I'm going to come back. and I'm going to spend the rest of the night with you. And Lauren walks over all like, hmm. And she well, starts to like pick up the puzzle and she she's says, like, you're in good hands, I guess. Yeah. And uh, then she hands him a piece of the puzzle and says, here, why don't you take this? It's your own little piece of the mountain. And like. Sean is watching from like 10 yards away. I also wonder if this is maybe why, Lauren, you're missing half the pieces in your puzzle. You just keep giving often. All, all of the sprained ankle people yeah. pieces of the puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's like in her job description. They're like, hey, uh, you know, you see somebody sit, hanging out, just give them a piece of the puzzle. Say, this is your piece of the mountain. And Corey's like, this is magical. Or she just keeps doing that. And that's how she ends up being fired one day. They like go to the puzzle. They're like, where are all the pieces? And they look back on the tapes and they're like, you gave all of the puzzle pieces away. That's it. You're done. And they're like, we spent so much money on the puzzle budget. We should have skimped on the puzzle budget. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so Topanga's like, yeah, I'll be right back here. Uh, uh, Lauren does her thing with the puzzle piece. And then Sean comes over and is just like... You have a crush. Mm-hmm. And he's almost like excited right yeah. now, uh, which is important later mm-hmm. because he's like into it. He's like, you got a crush. Corey's like, I do not. I cannot have feelings for another woman. I think part of that comes from the fact like if if Corey were to be like, whatever, like we liked hanging out together and kind of admitted to the crush, then Sean wouldn't have looked at it as something that was a threat to... Topanga Mm. because if he was just like yeah yeah like I really like hanging out with her but Topanga is the one for me instead of going completely nuts and be like no right it just showed where his head was at and Sean was concerned about where his head was at right and he does he says like she's only being nice to me because it's her job which implies that it's not about his feelings like Mm-hmm. he's not letting himself feel anything because he knows that she probably doesn't feel anything anyway. Right. But that doesn't tell, that doesn't inform you what he would do if she did. Right. Um, 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 and Sean is just like, whatever, I know you. Um, so then we go. We cut to? The same spot. The two couches. In the evening. Um, Corey and Topanga are on a couch. Angela and Sean are on a couch. And they're playing like this game where they're reading questions from a book and answering them. It's like a relationship question game. Yeah. And Corey is, Corey is reading a question to Topanga and is just like, if you could change me into one animal, what would it be? And it cannot be anything like cuddly and cute. And she's like... Okay, um, a falcon. 
And he was like, oh, okay, I can, I, I'm okay with that. Like, but why a falcon? And she's like, because I want you to fly and experience things, but then always come back to me. And falcons are very loyal. And everyone's just like, oh, and Angela's like, if I ever get like this, kill me. And Sean goes, I, I would have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but while they're having this conversation, Lauren's kind of standing there watching. And then she she kind of walks by and they're like, oh, Lauren, you should join us. Yeah, and- Topanga's like, Lauren, come join us. Come play this game with us. She's working. Yeah. Also, how long is her shift? Uh, d- she wakes up. She works all day. She sleeps. She wakes up. She works all day. That's like she's been there. For 24 hours. Maybe she's not. Maybe she's just like the ghost that haunts the <laughs> ski lodge. Yes. Um, anyway, so they beg her to sit with them. And, and Corey is reluctant, too. He's like, well, she's got stuff to do. And, and Lauren says, fine, I'll, I'll hang out with you. And she sits down. Next to Corey. Topanga's on one side of him. It's like a two-person couch. A love seat. It is a love it's seat. It's a love seat. And there's a lot of love going there's on. There's so on this. much love. Corey's in the middle. And he immediately is like, oh my gosh, is it hot in here? Because it feels really hot. I will say, it probably did feel very hot because they're sitting by a fire and he's crammed between two girls. Also, that's not the point, Tanya. It's obvious what the point is. I know what the point is, but he probably was actually too hot. Okay, but that's not why he was acting the way he did. Anyway. He's freaking out. Like, he's being very uncomfortable. And Sean's just like, maybe you shouldn't sit so close to the fire. The fire is Lauren. He doesn't say fire. He says fire (laughs) which i think if you and i were sitting somewhere and a girl sat next to me and and my friend was like alden you're too close to the fire how would you respond to that i don't think i would respond to that i would just be like what is wrong with these people um anyway so uh lauren's it's lauren's turn to read a question right um which they really like push on her and right before this happens there was this part where Topanga and Angela started like play arguing and Sean is like chick fight I'm moving the table and Mm. they pick up pillows and they just start beating the crap out of the boys with pillows yeah I didn't and then Lauren sits down. Yeah. I think she sat down to like make them be more normal because oh, they was, were like freaking her out. Well, and she was uncomfortable watching Corey and Topanga flirt. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she sits down. She starts reading a question. What's her question? Her question is to Corey. Her question is to Corey, and it is, if you had an affair. At which point, Corey he, he goes. Ha! <laughs> would your guilt which again hold on uh-huh. so my friend just said fire and then the girl next to me said if you had an affair and i screamed like a girl um nothing no alarm bells are going off in your head oh no all the alarm bells have already been going off in my head oh okay that doesn't mean i would respond mm, okay um so Corey screams and she's like would your guilt change your behavior and he like starts 
really freaking out. He's like, why would you even ask me this question? Me, the Falcon. Everyone knows that Falcons are notoriously monogamous. And he's like fake laughing the whole time, but everyone else starts laughing because he's just being so ridiculous. It sounds like he's sweating, like you can hear the sweat coming off of his body. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like nervous giggling around him. And Topanga's like fake laughing with her head back. It was uncomfortable (laughs) but so they like they finished laughing and like before they're even done laughing angela's like i'm "I'm going to bed bye and sean's like i'll be i'll be right behind you i'm i mean going to my room not not your room right Right? i'm not going to your room and And she's she's like like, no you're going to your room and he goes like he goes all right yeah nope definitely going to my room to read the bible And so then Topanga starts to get up. She's like, I really need to go to bed, too. Like, I'm so exhausted from skiing. Um, Well, Corey had said, like, I just want to hang out down here for a while. mm -hmm. And then she jumps in to say, oh, no, I need to go to bed. Right. Which, I mean, she could have stayed. And they would have had a nice evening together or whatever. But, like, she didn't. Right. So. And... So she gets up and leaves, and she's like, don't stay up too late. And Corey, who had just said, I'm going to stay up for a while, I'm not tired, goes, looks over at Lauren, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go to bed, too. Right. He had every, like, he wanted Topanga to stay with him. Um, he had every intention of spending the evening with Topanga. Like, he was not actively trying to hang out with Lauren. Right. I mean, I, he still hasn't even addressed his feelings for her, I don't think, in his head. N- no. Um, but so Lauren says, well, you know, why don't you just hang out here for a little bit? Um, we'll let the fire go down. We'll watch the moon, uh, rise over the mountain. And, and he says like, yeah, you don't get to see stuff like that in the city. Like I'm from the city. And she's like, yeah, ambient light. And they have a whole conversation about how she's from New York and, and how the city, you know, you can't see the stars. You can't see the moon the same way. And um, she turns lights down so they can see better out the window. And she's kind of sitting perched like really close to him. And he's just like in awe of what he's seeing. He's like, oh, my gosh, like, this is amazing. I'm so glad I'm seeing this. I never get to see things like this. And she's like, yeah, because you're so distracted by the city. Ooh, Topanga's the city. Topanga's the city. Uh, And she asks him if she she said the fire is going out. Should I go ahead and. Throw another log throw, on it. Throw another log on it. <laughs> you looked like you were about to stumble over it, so I was trying to save you. Tanya's had so much caffeine this morning. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but that's why she keeps finishing my sentences while I'm still saying it. Yeah, but you looked like you were about to like have a brain fart and not say it. So Every like 0.3 second pause in between words to her is like the fucking Matrix happening. <laughs> and she just like dodges the bullets and jumps in. <laughs> I'm saving your life. <sighs> anyway, so we cut to? Uh, the same spot. Yeah, same spot next morning. But I well, mean, I guess not the same spot. No, they're like by the windowsill yeah, now. Yeah, they're on the window seat. And it's like, you can see like, it's kind of like getting light a little bit. And they're talking and I don't, I don't remember what they're talking about. Corey, oh, they're talking about the plane jumping yeah. story, which we just, we just had happen. This is continuity. What? Look, it's we have finally happening. one episode of Linda Cardellini and we've got continuity. I know. She saved Wasn't everything. Wasn't even the same writer. What? So... 
Corey is like, yeah. And so I just had to jump out of the airplane. And she goes, so you can jump out of an airplane, but you can't step off a bus. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, my life is full of irony. (laughs) And then Feeney comes down. Mm -hmm. And Feeney's like, well, you're skipping a whole bit of conversation here where uh, she says, you know, thank you for talking to me. And um, he says, no, I just, I love talking to you. I, I like talking to interesting people. And she says, yeah, you know, it, it's it's great to finally have some interesting conversation. And he says, yeah, you're the most interesting, cute mountain girl I've ever talked to. Mm-hmm. And then he looks over as he says that and he's like, Feeney. Yeah, Mr. Feeney has come down and um, Corey's just like, what are you doing up in the middle of the night? And Mr. Feeney's like, it's... Au contraire, Mr. Yeah. Matthews. <laughs> He's like, uh, it's early in the morning. I got to hit the slopes before everybody else does. And uh, Mr. Feeney's like, I'm surprised to see you down here already this can, early. Can we just point out that uh, we have a history, too, of Mr. Feeney just loving skiing because it reminds him of his wife. Oh, yeah. So, like, to see him up and excited to go skiing first thing in the morning, it just made me think, like, oh, this is this is his happy place. And it's his time with his wife before everybody else hits the slopes. He yeah. gets to be alone with her. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so all of the best Boy Meets World moments involve skiing or the lack thereof. <laughs> anyway, so what was I saying? Feeney's talking about how it's morning. It's not night. Mm-hmm. And uh, Corey and, and Lauren are just shocked that they've been up all night talking. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lauren goes, well, I better get ready for work. And then she looks down at herself and she goes, well, I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she goes to like start work for the day. Oh, they also, she says, I like you, Corey. Mm-hmm. Well, because he gets up and he starts to walk and mm-hmm. his ankle's better. And she's just like, oh, like your ankle's all better. I guess you're going to go out skiing today. And he's like, yeah, I guess I am. And she says, like, I like you, but I guess like we can't really do anything about that, can we? And he goes, no, we we can't. Um, And, and she's Sean... like, so I guess you're going to go see- skiing then. And he says, yep, that's why I came here. So I'm going to go skiing all day. And and she's like, well, you know, I guess you're lucky you can do that on your last day. Um, Sean has watched part of this from like up by the stairs. And as soon as Lauren walks away, Sean comes running down the stairs and he's like, you were up all night. Mm-hmm. And he's got like a hat on that has like dangly pom poms on it and stuff. And they're like flying around dramatically as he like points his finger at Corey and it's just like all night. Mm hmm. Um, and Corey's like, yeah, we talked all night. It's not a big deal. And Sean's like, oh yeah, you're going to tell Zepango about this? Yeah. And Corey says, no, he's not going to tell her because nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And Sean is like, well, it wouldn't be important if, if you didn't feel like you, you needed to tell her or something. Right. Um, so Topanga comes over and she's like, Corey, your ankle, are you all better? Are, are you going to come skiing today? And he like looks back at Lauren, who's out of earshot at this mm-hmm. point. And he's like, oh, I, I don't, my ankle's confused. 
Like, it feels okay, and then it doesn't feel okay. I'm not sure. And she's like, well, if you're not sure, you definitely shouldn't ski on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I think I must, I, I might have to stay here today. Mm-hmm. So then we cut back to the lodge later in the day where Sean has returned and is, is still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you lied to Topanka? Oh, yeah. And... Corey is like, no, I didn't lie to her. I just didn't tell her. Like, nothing happened. It, it's All we did was, we were up all night. We talked. All we did was talk. And Sean was like, yeah, sure. All you did was talk. And he's like, no, 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 no kissy. Just talky. Um, and then, so then Sean leaves. And Corey goes and, like, seeks out Lauren. Well, I, uh, before Sean leaves, Corey is like, um, I, Sean, I don't, <clears throat> I can't have feelings for another girl. So, um, I'm just going to go let Lauren know that mm-hmm. nothing's going to happen and everything will be fine. And Sean goes, maybe you should read the Bible, <laughs> which is funny, but also being someone who grew up with the Bible, I feel like the Bible would tell Corey, do whatever you want. You're a man. Um, and probably kill someone. Oh, yeah, definitely kill someone. Uh, someone would die um, and become a sacrifice of some kind, yeah. I'm so sure. be careful where you look, Corey. Um, and the Bible would also be like, oh, you're going to marry Topanga first and then get who you really want oh, and marry yeah. Lauren. Yeah. So he would be able to marry both of them and kill someone. And, I mean, really, it's a man's world there. <laughs> It would have been fine. Anyway, the I got Tanya off on a tangent, and I'm sorry. That This could be the rest of the episode. I could talk for hours about the Bible. Uh, I know. I'm a pastor. <laughs> anyway, so Corey goes over to talk to uh, Lauren. And I almost s- said Linda. <laughs> um, he's, Linda. Uh, and he, he says, like, hey, I needed to talk to you about last night. Um it didn't matter. I can't have feelings for another girl. You understand that, right? And she's like, yeah, I understand that. And she's like, and it, it doesn't, and he's like, it doesn't matter at all. She asks, did you tell Topanga about it? And he says, no, I didn't tell her. Well, he, she says, what are you doing here today? Your ankle is fine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, that's right. And, and so then he's, then she's like, so you lied to your girlfriend about something about. that's not important. Right. And he's like, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't do this. And she like. Uh, she says, she says, so. I want to say, did she like take him by the hands? It feels like she took him by the hands at this point, I, but maybe I she I don't didn't. think my eyes were on the screen at this moment because I was furiously writing down everything they, they were, were saying. They were emotionally holding hands right in this moment. In I don't our think brains, physically. they were embracing each other. No, no. It was like one of those, like, she grabbed his hand uh-huh. just so she could say this. Mm-hmm. And, like, stared deeply into his eyes. I mean, she definitely stared yeah. deeply into his eyes. Um, I mean, you can hear that in how they're talking to each other. <laughs> you they didn't are. see this episode. <laughs> um, um, she says, you know, when I was really young... I knew exactly what my perfect man was going to be like. And he's like, no, we can't do this. And she goes, uh, it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, uh, go on. And she says, but that's the thing. Sometimes people just come up and they surprise you. And then she leans forward and gives him the most like soft, sweet kiss. 
And he just stands there bewildered for a second. And then he walks away with his eyes open. Well, he says, good. I'm glad we cleared this up. Yeah. And and walks away completely bewildered. Mm -hmm. Um, So then we cut. um, Where was it? Oh, the lodge. Yeah. We're over by the door. We've moved around the corner. Yeah. Uh, And Sean is again, like yelling um, because Corey tells him what happened. Yeah. Sean's like, you kissed her? And of course, like, so they're on a school trip uh-huh. where a lot of other students from their school are milling around. Uh-huh. They know who Corey and Topanga are. Oh, all, everyone all of them know. knows who Corey and That's Topanga is. That's the couple is. that gets the senior couch. Right. And Sean is yelling in mm-hmm. this lodge. How did Corey think he was going to be able to keep this a secret? Oh, there's no way it would have been kept a secret. Somebody... Topanga already knows. Somebody saw it happen mm-hmm. like it, it would have been passed around very quickly mm-hmm. on a high school ski trip oh i have some stories about ski trips for after we talk about the episode i don't know if we're gonna have time this week but let's do it um so anyway i have stories about ski trips too and now they're just running through my head <laughs> so sean sean is yelling at Corey in the middle of a school trip with all of their fellow students around them about how he can't tell Topanga that he kissed another girl. I will say this is the second time that he... Corey didn't kiss? Yes, that Corey did not kiss another girl. The girl kissed him. And Mm -hmm. like, even if he had backed his head away, the kiss still would have happened. Right. So again, for the second time in Corey's life... And maybe he didn't move away quickly and maybe he accepted it. He definitely was more accepting of this kiss than he was the last kiss. Right. Quote, unquote, kiss. But he um, did not lean in to kiss her. Right. But he's always taking the responsibility of being the kisser. Right. And he wasn't. Right. Again. Again. Um, but I guess that's not important because he does feel guilty. Having an affair does change his behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to that question, because the feelings were there, right. like he he feels like as bad as if he had initiated the kiss because right. he wanted it. Right. This is definitely a different scenario mm-hmm. than last time. Mm-hmm. Um, he he had a real emotional cl- connection with her. Um, so Topanga comes in. Sean tells her t- or tells him. Sean has been telling him all along, like you need to tell Topanga what's going on. And then he finds out about the kiss, and he goes, "You can't tell Topanga what happened." Right. Uh, I she will forgive you for staying up all night talking to a girl. She'll forgive you for lying to her. Mm-hmm. She will not forgive you for kissing another girl. Mm-hmm. And Corey walks over to Topanga, and he's like, "Topanga, we need to talk." Um, and he he says like, "So last night after you went to bed, I stayed down here all night. I me- I met an interesting person." Mm-hmm. who I really enjoyed talking to. And I ended up talking to her all night. It was Lauren. And um, he mentions that he stayed, his ankle was fine today. Mm-hmm. He could have gone skiing, but he actually stayed so that he could talk to Lauren some more. And that's when she's like, you lied to me? Right. She keeps a pretty, a pretty uh, level head. And she says, like, I don't mind you talking to interesting people. Like, I want you to talk to interesting people. I don't want you to lie to me. Like, mm-hmm. that is the problem here. And and he's just like, 
I I know, and I'm not ever going to do it again. I'm never going to lie to you says, again. Like, would, Honesty is so important. He says, I would rather break my leg in 50 places than lie to you ever again. And so then they're like hugging and Topanga is just like... Well, Sean's standing in the background like thumbs up, mm-hmm. like cheering silently to Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Topanga says... I mean, that was all that happened, right? You just talked, right? And, and then it cuts back to Sean. Who is like flailing his arms, telling, like now mouthing. Thumbs, thumbs down. Mouthing to Corey, like you cannot tell her. And it, Corey's very obviously lying. His body goes completely rigid. And he's just like, no, no, nothing else happened. Right. We just talked. So now we cut to the lodge. <laughs> But everyone at this point is getting ready to leave. Right. Everyone's clearly leaving. Everyone's got their bags packed and is is about to pile onto the bus. Um, some people are leaving and Lauren calls out to them and she's like, don't forget to tell your friends. And then she looks at Corey and she's like, they make me say this. <laughs> um, but that gets Corey's attention and they start to talk again. And Lauren says, like, I really like you. And when I said that, I meant it. And she says, I don't want to cause trouble between you and Topanga. And he says, don't apologize. And she says, I'm not. Right. Um, Which, confidence of Angela, let me tell you. Right. And and gives him, she gives him a note. And she says, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to, to apologize to you. I'm not going to try to make you feel better. I meant what I said. I really liked you. Or I really like you. Um, you're really special and we really connected. Here's this letter. Um, read it on your way home. This kind of explains everything. And, uh, then Corey turns around and, and he and Topanga are taking their bags out front of the lodge. And, um, he says to Topanga, I'm going to go put these on the bus. Let's sit together on the bus. Let's talk all the way home. So and you can't some, read the letter. There's some awkwardness there and stuff where he's like, are, are you sure you're okay? And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, that's not said, but it's clearly right. implied in yeah. the way that they're talking to each other that she's kind of hurt with him, or hurt by him, and he is kind of trepidatious about um, the fact that he hurt her, but also he's trying to figure out how to handle the fact that he isn't telling her the truth. That and the fact that, like, he's like, okay, I talked to this other girl all night. Let's see if we can capture that, too, and talk all the oh, way yeah. home. Like, yeah. that's a red flag, too. Like, he's he's absolutely, I guess... Mm, he's trying to tell her that we we have the same right. chemistry. Right. Or he's trying he's to trying tell to himself, himself yeah. that they have the same chemistry when he knows they don't. Right. Like they they can't stay up and talk all night because they don't like all the same things. And even if they did like all the same things, they don't like each other. Right. They but, just don't mesh well. Um so he says I'm going to go load the bus up and takes the stuff to the bus and he struggles with it kind of like knocks over some of the bags and stuff um and finally gathers it very awkwardly and heads off towards the bus and Topanga starts to pick things up and something fell out of Corey's bag what is it It's a note I mean it's a it's an envelope and like uh like a Hallmark, Hallmark envelope, envelope. But very flowery writing on it says Corey. Like, it's really 
It's beautiful penmanship. And then we get this ominous, sad music, and the snow starts falling only on Topanga, nowhere else. <laughs> and then we go to the post-credit scene. That JK! doesn't exist. No post-credit scene. That's it for the episode. Yep. The credits roll in... in uh... With a Boy Meets World background. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. But I mean, what could they have done? Right. Cut to Cut Eric, to and, Eric Jack. and Jack. We needed some comedic relief. Yeah. All right, so... God, I don't even know how to handle this episode because how did you feel about this episode doesn't answer the questions that I have. What are the questions that you have? How did you feel about Corey and Lauren's chemistry here? Um, It was magnificent. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really easy to, you know, when you're a teenager, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he cheated on Topanga. And like with this girl who works at the lodge, he like risked everything for this girl who works at this lodge. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, like he and Topanga are meant to be together and blah, 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 blah. And then you realize like, no, one, they're teenagers and they need to date other people and they need to learn that they're interested in other things and they need to find interesting people to talk to. And, and like the experience that Corey had sitting up all night, having a conversation with this person who wasn't nagging at him and telling him he's wrong about everything and trying to fix everything in his life. And like, they just talked means everything Mm -hmm. to a person um i didn't experience that until we were talking like it was a situation where you came into the picture i mean we knew each other but as we started talking more and more and more i was like oh he's like listening to what i'm saying and i'm listening to what he's saying like we're actually having a real conversation about things that matter and you told me really the same thing that Corey says to Lauren you're like you're so interesting to talk to you said it a few times and when Corey says that to Lauren I was just like oh my gosh those words would do everything to make her continue liking him Mm -hmm. like being told you're an interesting person to talk to right. is so much better than just being like, you're cute or like right. whatever, that you're an interesting person to talk to makes it seem like we could do this forever. Mm-hmm. Like we wouldn't run out of things to talk about. We wouldn't like that could be life right? instead of every time I say something and this person jumps down my throat mm-hmm. because that is the dynamic of Topanga and Corey. Right. And then Topanga constantly making, projecting onto him her likes and dislikes and thinking that they're on the same page. Right. Um, how did you feel about the chemistry between Lauren <laughs> and Corey? I feel weird not saying, how did you feel about this episode? Yeah, kind of the same stuff. Uh, they, It was really fun to watch the, the dynamic between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you also, now they're teenagers. And I think I wrestled with the fact too, like looking forward to this episode for the last 98 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um I know kind of my thoughts on it, and I I really like Lauren, and mm-hmm. I really think she and Corey had a real connection, mm-hmm. and it really kind of everything that's been going on with Topanga really set this up to kind of be this moment where 
things could have and, and maybe should have changed for them. Mm-hmm. I, I think definitely should have changed for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, as a 37-year-old man who's been through a lot of moments, kind of not like this, but a lot of moments where you connect with someone, it's easy to connect with someone when you don't know them. Right. Right? Like, um, I think Lauren was great for Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, probably. We mm-hmm. don't really know that much about her. Right. I don't know that Corey's great for Lauren, but that's because I know so much about him that I worry that she would get to know him and she'd be like, oh, why did I do this? Yeah. Uh, but then again, maybe they would be perfect for each other and it would really give him a chance to blossom and become his own person mm-hmm. and they would be uh, uh, intertwined. Right. But so it, it's, it's, it is kind of dicey where you don't want to say... Don't throw away everything that you have right now just because you found someone you like talking to. But it's clear that they have such a great chemistry in, and this this is something that Corey's been lacking in his life. Mm-hmm. And that might not mean I should run away from, from Topanga to be with Lauren right now. Right. But it does probably mean I need to reevaluate my relationship and how I'm handling things. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's dicey. Like, I firmly believe that Corey and, and Lauren hit it off great and should have continued to hit it off great. Right. Um, but I also know, like, me in my adult life, just if I meet somebody tomorrow who I end up loving talking to, that doesn't mean I want to leave you for them. Right. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, I don't know. It's. I think the difference here is that. The chemistry was immediate. Right. Though that's not something that happens with everybody. Right. And Corey was experiencing that chemistry for the first time because he doesn't really, yeah. have it with this person that he has specifically been with since like third grade. Well, and I don't think he's had it in any of his girlfriends that he's ever dated. No, like it's always been someone that Sean threw him with or whatever, um, or that came on too strong and he was too uncomfortable to feel chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like this is the first time he has experienced this feeling of it's not, I don't want to like jump her. I want to spend time with her. Like with Topanga, he's constantly scheming on how he can get her in his bed. Right. And with this, it was, he could have probably. And she too, like Topanga's always trying to, like she, she's always trying to avoid his advances, but she's always wanting them and Mm -hmm. always trying to figure out how she can get them. And like when they were talking about, or when she said, we have so much in common, it was when they were kissing and saying that that's all they were going to do all weekend. Right. So that's all that they have. Right. And Corey was experiencing just wanting to continue conversation. Yeah. Which is 100% a sign that he's in an unhealthy relationship. Which, as teenagers, you're in unhealthy relationships. You don't know how to be in relationships. And that's the other reason why this was a really good experience for him. He needed to experience what it was like to enjoy being with someone. Yeah. Um, And he should have, even if it didn't work out with Lauren, he should have continued to experience being around other people. Yeah. And I, I do feel like Sean at the beginning of the episode was kind of into this thought like, mm-hmm. ooh, Corey likes this other girl and it's, she's a lot nicer than Topanga. Mm-hmm. This could be good. And then immediately turns heel and is just like, oh, this is terrible. Corey, what are you doing? Well, um, I think it's a very realistic situation in maybe. which, you know, Sean is like, I've never really seen him 
like someone other than Topanga, um, I, I think it's more of Sean is excited that he's expanding and like talking to someone and, mm-hmm. and, and interested in another person's perspective or whatever. And is like, haha, like you have a crush, but the moment it could hurt his other friend, that's when it becomes a problem. Mm. There's also the fact that when things fall apart with Corey and Topanga, it always threatens Sean and Angela. Oh, yeah. So I I think, you know, that's an unseen aspect to it as well. Like, mm-hmm. a, oh, if something happens with you guys, it's going to happen with us too. Right. Well, it definitely affects how they handle things. Uh, Topanga and Angela are like best friends at this point. Mm-hmm. Corey and Sean are best friends. So if there was a breakup between either of them, it affects their friend group heavily. Yeah. Um, we've all dealt with that. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it changes the dynamic. Now you're picking between people or 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 deciding accused of or deciding like I don't need any of these people. I only need this one person that I've left everybody for. Like. Like, if Sean could be afraid that, okay, he's he's acting on this impulse, where do the three of us in this friend group stand then? Like, mm-hmm. You mean, like, Sean should have been like, I just need Angela? No, Corey w- would have gone, I just need Lauren. Oh, okay. Because they're, all of their dynamic is as a group at this point, and Corey leaving that leaves them Mm -hmm. like it's not just saying like oh i'm not going to be with topanga anymore it's i i'm with this person that is outside of this bubble right there's a lot to it there's so much to it um i was kind of frustrated with mr feeney too where he well he kind of like kept insinuating that Corey had done something wrong uh because we were supposed to feel like Corey was doing something wrong i think I think that's really sad that that the the whole episode is just insinuating that staying up and talking to someone is wrong. Well, cheating is wrong, right? Cheating is wrong, like, yes. Um, and I think that's where this was going. Like, mm-hmm. it, it it was getting to that point. They they weren't gonna like do a lot more in mm-hmm. this episode, but it was clear that Corey wanted was struggling with the fact that he wanted to be with this other girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Mr. Feeney was kind of supposed to be the audience here saying, like, what are you doing, Corey? Right, yeah. Um, so while while I don't think Corey and Topanga should be together, I do think there should be a conversation between Corey and Topanga before Corey says, oh, I'm going to make out with Lauren. You know what right. I mean? So, But I also, like... He didn't make out with Lauren. Right, right, right. So we're we're dealing with a, a situation again where he he did not do anything wrong. Right. He had an emotional connection with someone. You can't help that. Right. But he chose Topanga. Yes, I agree. But if I spent all night up talking to someone else and like really hit it off and lied to you about it, like wouldn't you start to go, all right, this isn't good. Yeah, but... Like, I feel like if I stayed up all night talking to someone and talked to you about it and said, yeah, I just had a really good conversation with this person, you might be a little bit like, huh, that's weird, but you would be okay with it. But the second he goes, oh, no, nothing happened. Like, I, I, I 
the second he's lying about it. Yeah. It I, turns into, uh-oh. I do think that there's a difference in, in temperament and the person that you're dealing with, though, too. Topanga is scary. Like, she goes off the rocker mm-hmm. all the time over the tiniest little things, just the smallest things. She is very controlling. And in for, to me, the lie was to protect the relationship, not to hurt Topanga. Like, he knows her. He right. knows how she is. He knows that she's nuts and that will fly off the handle. If you were to come to me and be like, I was up all night talking to a girl. I, you, you've talked to people a million times. Mm-hmm. Like, it wouldn't have affected me at all. Right. But you know me. So That's you true. know that you can come to me and say that. Yeah. He knows her and he knows he can't go to her and say that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a confusing episode for sure. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much to, to chew on. Yeah. I wish we had made it our 100th episode. What we should have done is made it a two-parter because we have so much to say about well, it. Well, I, I actually, I did think about that. But we have, um, this story isn't done. Right. We can't spend too long talking about this part of the story. There's still more of this story. Mm-hmm. Corey and, and Lauren's story is not done. Right. Uh, I will say next week is, from my memory, one of my least favorite episodes. Um, maybe we'll go back and watch it and... You'll change your mind. I'll change my mind, but... Knowing that that was our 100th episode coming up bummed me out to no end. Like, why couldn't it? It it could have been episode 99 or 101. Great episodes to talk about. Episode 100 is like a, ah. Yep. Ah. (laughs) Um, But I, I, I am interested to see how it all plays out. And I think our end of the season discussion will be very interesting because... We, we need to see all this play out before we can really comment too much on it. Right. I mean, our tune could completely change over the next couple of episodes on how we felt about this one mm-hmm. based on how it's dealt with going forward. Right now, we love Lauren. We yeah. think she's great. We think that Corey and Lauren have amazing chemistry. Topanga and Corey do not have that. Like, that's how we feel right now. Mm-hmm. We could have a completely different feeling in a few weeks. Yeah. Um. We we have, like we've said a, a million times this week, we've talked about this episode a million times. Yeah. We've been waiting for this to come. How did it hit your expectations? Like, did it did you feel differently about this episode than you expected to since it's been so long since you've seen it? Um, I think so a little bit. I think it, it's been so long. I remember always loving Lauren, like... I always loved Lauren. Mm-hmm. I thought that she was great. And, but I didn't love Corey. Right. Like, I think I was always so mad at Corey for doing something stupid. And, and I also think, like, when you watch it as a teenager, you're experiencing the same kind of hormonal adjustments and stuff right. as they are. And dealing with a lot of very similar situations. Um, if you, like, so when I was 16, I went to school. I had a boyfriend at school. Well, I also went to church and our church was, I mean, we were there all the time and our, my church friends were way closer to me than my school friends. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend from school didn't go to my church and we, you know, my we went on a ski trip and I came back with a different boyfriend and it was kind Damn, of... Damn, Tanya. 
my school boyfriend was like, I mean, it was inevitable. You went on a ski trip with them. Like, whatever. Like, I think watching it happen sort of almost sort of the same way, like on screen as a teenager, you're like, oh, they're literally going through the same things as me. Yeah. No, I I had a similar situation to this one. I mean, Mm -hmm. I went on a a ski trip uh, probably several months after this episode came out. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and like, so maybe it just hits differently. Like we were at the same age mm-hmm. that they were as we were watching this play out. Right. Exactly. Um, but expectation wise, I think it held up to the expectation. Like it wasn't lacking. It wasn't like we've talked and talked and talked and talked about this episode coming up and then we watch it and we're like, oh, why have we been talking about this episode so much? Like it did meet that expectation of of giving us a lot to think about, which for this podcast is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really looking forward to Monday's conversations because I know Joe... On the, face- per- on the Facebook yeah, page? Joe in particular. The moment that jo- Joe entered the group, it was, let's talk about Lauren. I cannot wait for the Lauren episode. Like, it's going to be amazing. Um, so I'm really, Joe, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. I know Joe and Channing both have taken notes as if they are doing this podcast. They have taken notes on this episode. They have already begun watching the episode and taking notes. I'm so excited mm-hmm. for Facebook group. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah, me too. That's what we should have done is we should have done a hundredth episode with a bunch of them on to like, yeah. discuss the episode. Damn. Yeah. Hindsight. Oh, Anyway, I think I think we're about done with this week. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more to say, and there there are a lot more thoughts, but I I really do think we need to see the story play out before we get too opinionated on it. Mm-hmm. I say that after we talked uh, extensively about this episode and gave our opinions, but um, I'm really interested to see how this plays out and holds how it holds up to my memories and how it holds up to my expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was surprised with how well this episode held up to my expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I we've dealt with that a lot over the course of this this podcast is where we'll hit episodes and we're like, I don't really like this episode. And then we watch it for the first time and then we start talking about it for the first time in three years and we're mm-hmm. like, I love that episode. Right. I didn't even notice that this, this, and this were going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, or, dissecting it changes it completely. And this is one of those that it didn't. Or the flip side of it, where you go into an episode thinking you're going to love it, and then you watch it, and you're like, oh, there were a few good moments, but that's what I remember. It, all, mm-hmm. Most of the episodes sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this episode really just kind of, it hit how I expected. Right. Um, I, I think... Maybe for the first time, I kind of took a step back and thought, well, Corey shouldn't throw his life away just because of one good night talking to a girl. Mm -hmm. But that's neither here nor there because it's clear that his relationship with Topanga sucks. Right. So. Yeah, it's not about connecting with people. Like, the connection is not the threat. Right. Um, You are someone who connects with anyone like the moment you start talking to them and really get into you know their their story and and who they are as a person the connection is strongly there Mm -hmm. if I 
thought every time you connected with someone, it was a threat, that would be a huge problem. Connection right. is not a threat. It's it's what is done with that connection. Right. Also, it shouldn't be a threat because Corey's 17 years old. Like, he should experience other people. Yes. And Topanga should too. Yeah. No, Topanga needs to experience what it's like to be in the kind of relationship that she would excel in. Well, in the kind of relationship she thinks she's in. Right. Like, because she absolutely projects her relationship on Corey. Right. Yeah. No, she needs to see, like, this is how this works out. Mm -hmm. This is how it plays. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, I said we're about done and then talked (laughs) for five more minutes. Um, Anything else you want to add about this? Uh, No. You want to tell people where they can find us? Yeah, you can uh, tweet us on Twitter at BMGMBMW. You can email us at BMGMBMW at gmail.com. Or you can join our Facebook group. Monday's going to be wild. (laughs) Off the chain. Uh, Do people still say that? No. Um, Off the chain. You can just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar. Alden will approve you and you can come join the conversation. Um, We really enjoy it. We love connecting with everyone. See, we connect with people and it's not a threat. I just connected with everyone listening. That's true. And I'm going skiing. So (laughs) bye, Tanya. Uh, I sprained my ankle. Yeah, I'm going skiing with the Olympic team that's listening to our podcast. Oh, okay. Have fun. I'm going to do a chapstick commercial. What? You can't. You're not skiing. Anyway, this has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 5, Episode 14. Do good. Class dismissed.